0: Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper.
1: Hello, friends. How are you today? This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on VoiceAmerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. You can find my show on the Health and Wellness channel every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. I have my live shows, and on my radio show page, you can check out my past episodes on the right hand side. So, today, We will be talking about Article 5 Convention is Dangerous, and also later on I will be speaking about uh, chiropractic care for people that have PTSD. Um, My special guest who will be talking about the Article 5 Convention is Joanna Martin. Her pen name is Publius Hulda, and I've had her on my show in the past, I think it's been a couple of times, and she's a constitutional scholar, and I absolutely love her. She's very intelligent and a very uh, classy lady. Uh, so I will be asking her a bunch of questions today. We will be talking about the Article 5 convention. I want to talk to her about this Arizona audit. Um, also, a question to ask, I want to talk about will Joe Biden be removed? Is that, is that a possibility? I want to talk about uh, this chiropractic uh, care uh, later on as well. And you're probably asking, like, and I've had people ask me this, uh, why do you bring up uh, freedom topics on your radio show when when your radio show is all about health and wellness? And the reason being is the three universal truths that I uh, believe are to be true is freedom is a universal truth, a uh, natural health, taking a natural approach to get healthy, and also uh, spirituality, and so those are like the three topics we discuss quite a bit on my show. But uh, this show is all about health and wellness. But I think I feel like they're all uh, like they all work together. They're the universal truths. Uh, so my website's uh, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. Uh, You can go there and learn about hair analysis that I offer, quantum biofeedback, nest health and brainwave entrainment and then my uh, speaking website, I'm a health and wellness speaker at kristenharperspeaks.com and if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show you can send me an email to kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com and If you do become a sponsor, it will benefit your business because we do reach a lot of people on the network. And I also have a a Facebook group if you'd like to join, which is uh, Donate to Palestine. I'm very passionate about helping the Palestinians that are suffering, so you can learn about their suffering in my Facebook group and how you can help. And if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes, would really appreciate it. Uh, So... Uh, just my personal thoughts before I bring Joanna Martin on my show. Uh, I just feel that we're going through a spiritual awakening. And I still feel that Biden will be removed. Uh, I just feel really strongly about it because Joe Biden is not compatible with the spiritual awakening that, uh, that's taking place. And I also don't feel Trump will get back into office Uh, Because I I just, there's a lot going on with Trump right now. And, uh, you know, you probably heard about the Trump organization, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So I don't feel he'll get back into office. And I actually feel, I've told Joanna about this before, that I still feel that Trump was part of setting up this new world order with the globalists. And I'm still a fan of Kanye West for president. I've mentioned this on my show in the past. I actually voted for him. And. Uh, There's a a spiritual tarot reader that I like to follow on YouTube. I really like her. And she came out with a reading today, and she, you know, uh, getting messages from Spirit that government will be exposed. The government's going to fall. The government will be exposed. So I really believe that the truth will be coming out. The truth will be revealed. And then uh, later on, after I let Joanna go, I will uh, talk about that I'm a huge fan of chiropractic care, especially for people that have uh, PTSD. And there's a, there's a specific, uh, there's a different approach for those that have PTSD. So I'll be talking about that later. So let me bring Joanna Martin on my radio show. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're most welcome. And how are you today? I'm doing well.
2: That's good. So, it's uh, hot here, though.
1: And, and where what state are you
2: in, or what part of the United uh, Tennessee. States? Tennessee. Okay, that's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Tennessee, and we've been putting in our garden. I'm uh, worried about food shortages in this country, so I have a garden, and I encourage everybody who's listening to learn how to grow food.
1: I agree, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're living in some dangerous times, that's for sure. We are. So, and and, you know, I I encourage my listeners to uh, go to my radio show page, uh, check out today's episode. You will see Joanna Martin's uh, bio. Her pen name is Publius Hulda. Check out her bio, it's right there with her website. Uh, Joanna, would you be able to uh, let my listeners know more about your background?
2: Well, uh, my father uh, got me interested in political philosophy when I was a very young child. That was his major topic of interest. In high school, I started reading Ayn Rand, and she became my mentor. So I got an undergraduate degree in philosophy. Ayn Rand inspired that, and I specialized in political philosophy, So then I went to law school and I graduated in 1973 and I went right into the Army JAG Corps. Uh, I was stationed in Berlin, Germany. Now this was during the Cold War when the U.S. Armed Forces occupied Berlin. While I was living in Berlin, I traveled extensively in the communist countries. When I got out of the Army, I went into a private litigation practice, and I eventually retired, and I was living the lovely life of a farm woman in a rural area until the first night when Obama was elected, election night, the first time Obama got elected, and I said, oh, no. And I put away my farm woman life, got out my old copy of the Federalist Papers, blew off the dust, and started writing about the original intent of our Constitution, and that's what I've been doing ever since.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. And uh, she's definitely an expert. I mean, just incredible. Uh, she just knows so much about the Constitution. <laughs> and uh, So... Uh, where can people go if they want to reach out to you or go to your website? Would you be able to bring up your website and any social media
2: links? Uh, yes, uh, uh, dot com. I'm no longer on Facebook or Twitter, uh, but my website is publiusfolder.com
1: Okay, excellent. Uh, so let's get into uh, talking about the Article 5 Convention. So okay. Uh, so, basically, and I put this on the radio show page on, for this episode, that there's a spiritual warfare going on uh, presently between those yes. who want to keep our Constitution of 1787 and those who want to get rid of our Constitution and set up this new world order. Uh, so, yes. I, I, I guess before we get into uh, the details here about the Article 5 Convention, let's why don't you talk about... Uh, what is the Article Five Convention for? Maybe some people that just haven't done a lot of uh, reading and research, and cause I'm, I'm okay. sure that I'm sure I'm sure you've talked to some people that just are not uh, too familiar with the Constitution, right?
2: Oh, oh yes, yes. Um, many people know absolutely nothing ab- about it. Uh, we stopped requiring the study of civics in the public schools, and that's why. An Article 5 convention is provided for by Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution. The purpose of an Article 5 convention is to get a new constitution for our country. Now, let me set the the, the background. Our republic was overthrown in the last election. In a republic... Power is exercised by representatives elected by the people with the theft of the last election. We no longer have the power to choose our representatives. They are now chosen by those who control the voting machines. The federal government is now using corporations to carry out their unconstitutional schemes of censorship and forced injections. Recently, the White House press secretary said that when they see something on Facebook they don't like, they get Facebook to take it down. Well, we didn't elect people at Facebook to office, yet they are censoring speech the federal government wants censored, and it's totally unconstitutional. So our republic has been overthrown. The federal government is controlled by communists and globalists who are setting up a new form of government over us. But our Constitution of 1787 is still legally in place, and it declares their actions unlawful. So they need to get rid of our Constitution, and that's what this push for an Article 5 convention is all about. With our Constitution of 1787, that's the one we now have, we created a federal government to which we delegated only a tiny handful of powers. But through the years, Americans stopped reading the Constitution, they forgot what it said, and they elected to office people who also didn't know what it said. So the people in the federal government began to do whatever they wanted, and the federal government grew bigger and bigger and more powerful, and it developed thousands of unconstitutional programs. And the states went along with it because they got federal funds for participating in the unconstitutional federal programs. Citizens and big business went along with it because they, too, got all sorts of handouts, and they loved living at other people's expense. So what we see about around us today is the result of ignoring our Constitution for the last 100 years, as well as our loss of virtue. We sold out. But those pushing for an Article 5 convention say, we're in this mess because our Constitution is defective. We need to amend the Constitution to rein in the federal government, but our Constitution already limits the federal government to a small handful of enumerated powers. So what's the real agenda behind the push for an Article five convention? It's to get a new Constitution. Article five of our Constitution provides two methods of amendment, Congress proposes amendments and sends them to the states for ratification, or when two-thirds of the states apply for it, Congress calls a convention to propose amendments. Our existing 27 amendments were made using the first method. Congress proposed them all. We've never had a convention under Article 5. They are dangerous. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton four U.S. Supreme Court justices and many other legal scholars warned against another convention because they've read our Declaration of Independence where we recognize that a people have the right to throw off their government and set up a new one. And they know that we've already invoked that right twice in our history. In 1776, we invoked it to throw off the British monarchy. In 1787, we invoked it to throw off our first constitution, the Articles of Confederation, and set up a new constitution which created a new government. We operated under the Articles of Confederation for several years, but there were defects in the Articles. So on February the 21st, 1787, the Continental Congress passed a resolution calling a convention to be held at Philadelphia for the sole and express purpose of revising the Articles of Confederation. But the delegates to the convention ignored their instructions And instead of proposing amendments to the Articles of Confederation, they drafted a completely new constitution, which created a new government. And they relied on that same right recognized in our Declaration of Independence of a people to throw off one government and set up a new one as justification for ignoring their instructions. The delegates to that convention were men of virtue, intelligence, and intellect, and education. Among them were James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Franklin, and George Washington. And they created a constitution, the one we now have, which filled all Europe with wonder and veneration. But if we have an Article 5 convention today, will the delegates be people of virtue and wisdom? Audiences laugh when I ask that. Who will the delegates be? The leftist loons who control Congress have the power to appoint them. Article 5 U.S. Constitution shows that the only power the state legislatures have is to apply to Congress for Congress to call a convention. Article 5 shows that Congress calls the convention And the Necessary and Proper Clause at Article 1, Section 8, last clause, shows that Congress has the power to make the laws to set up and organize the convention. And the Congressional Research Service report I linked to in my recent speech shows that Congress recognizes that it has the power to determine the number and selection process for delegates. Who thinks that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Kamala Harris are going to permit conservative Republicans from red states to select delegates to a convention. Congress can appoint themselves as delegates. They want a new constitution which legalizes what they plan to do for us, and new constitutions are already prepared in waiting for a convention. The proposed constitution for the new states of America is ratified by a national referendum. The states don't vote on it. The states are dissolved and replaced by regional governments answerable to the new totalitarian national government. We are to be disarmed under the new state's constitution, and whoever controls the voting machines will determine the outcome. George Soros wants a Marxist constitution for the country. The Revolutionary Communist Party USA has a proposed constitution for the new Socialist Republic of North America. It's online. You can read it. And do you know about the North American Union? During 2005, George W. Bush met on his ranch in Texas with the Prime Minister of Canada.
1: And and Joanna uh, Martin, uh, we'll talk about the North American Union after break. We need to go to a quick break here. And then we can continue our conversation. And that was very, very informative. Uh, This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. Stay tuned.
0: us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn Kristen harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of perfect health consulting services she inspires people all over the world to keep healthy happy and motivated Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. On Anti-Aging Unraveled, host Dr. Lori Gerber features guests related to the field of integrative medicine and more specifically, what she calls deconstructed medicine. Many symptoms that we think of as common and related to the aging process don't have to be issues. If you think outside the common treatment processes, you'll learn that integrative medical technology, new innovations and natural health can combine to help you age gracefully. Anti-Aging Unraveled. Listen Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, Back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated.
1: Uh, This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel. Uh, Today's episode is all about the Article 5 convention is dangerous. And later on, I will be speaking about chiropractic care for people that have PTSD And uh, before the break, Joanna Martin, who's my guest today, she's a constitutional scholar, was talking about the North American Union. And before we uh, discuss this, uh, I recommend that you go to Joanna Martin's website. And uh, when you look up, when you go there, you'll see Article 5. She has a category for Article 5. And you will see a a video that she uh, shared. And she gave a speech about the Article 5 convention I highly recommend that you listen to her. It's excellent. So, Joanna, let's continue our conversation here about the North American Union.
2: Okay. The North American Union, that is what the establishment elite of both parties in this country want. The Council on Foreign Relations, they're the ones who are behind it. Mm -hmm. During 2005, George W. Bush met on his ranch in Texas with the Prime Minister of Canada and the President of Mexico, and they sketched it out. Under this plan, the three countries merge the law enforcement functions, and a parliament is set up over the three countries. This task force report was sponsored by the Council on Foreign Relations. It's online. You can read it. I link to it in in all of my papers. It erases our country, and Heidi Cruz was on the CFR's task force, which wrote the report to set up the North American Union. But before they can move us, I mean, you you can see for us to have our law enforcement merge with that of Canada and Mexico, hello, and for us to permit a parliament to be set up over and above, our country is altogether repugnant to our constitution, so they have to get rid of our Constitution. Before they can move us into the North American Union, the globalists need to get a new Constitution for the United States, which transforms us from a sovereign nation to a member state of the North American Union. And to get a new Constitution, they need to get a convention. And that's what this is about. Millions of dollars are being spent to get an Article Five convention. The Koch Brothers on the fake right and George Soros on the left have been the two major funding uh, funders of this most recent push for an Article Five convention.: I so beg I... everybody who's listening to oh, "Get please. Informed. Yes, and um, meet that it is the state legislatures. Article Five shows that the state legislatures are the ones who apply to Congress to call an Article Five convention. All patriotic citizens need to get need to learn about this issue, and get with their state legislatures. state legislators and ask them to rescind their state's existing applications for a convention and not pass any more. And any of your listeners can email me and I can tell them the status of their particular state.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think it's really important that people get involved. Very important to volunteer and and save our country because we do have um, our our constitution is, is is perfect the way it is, and we don't need to yeah. get rid of it. We don't need to get rid of our constitution. I, I believe last time, I think on your on my show, you brought up. We were talking about the. There's some people that are pushing for the uh, balanced budget amendment, but we don't mm-hmm. need that because the constitution already limits government. So we don't. We're not supposed to be having all these programs. So if we don't have all these programs, of course, we're not going to be spending too much. So, right. we don't need, we, so we don't need this balanced budget amendment. Our, our Constitution is
2: fine the way it is. Precisely. Right? Ignoring it is a problem. Our Constitution already limits federal spending to the enumerated powers. If everybody obeyed the Constitution, the, the spending would be minuscule. For example, Tennessee was paid over $500 million to implement Common Core. Education, that's not an enumerated power delegated to Congress. They have no authority to meddle in education, but the states went along with these usurpations of power by the federal government because they got paid for doing it. $500 million. who can say no to that? Well, you and I could, but <laughs> state governments can't.
1: And people should also get the Constitution, like get a copy. I have like a, a small one, you know, but I think... Everyone should get a constitution because enumerated powers are in there and you'll see that all these programs that we're involved with, um, is out of you know, it's not, it's not in alignment with our constitution at all. So we need to be, we need to be educating ourselves and getting involved, um, politically and talking to our state legislators and, uh, excellent. So, um. I want to move on because I have more questions for you. So we talked about the Article Five Convention. Uh, so, uh, do you have any thoughts as far as um, this Arizona, this Arizona audit, as far as this uh, past most recent U.S. presidential election, and do you feel that Biden could get re- removed from office?
2: Well, uh, we are in uncharted territory, uh, respecting. You know, what's going to happen if Arizona and the other battleground states announce, oh, Biden didn't win. It was stolen. Trump won in our state. What's going to happen if that happens? I don't know. We're in uncharted territory. The Constitution doesn't address this. What Mm -hmm. happens when a presidential election has been stolen and you find out six months after inauguration of the new guy, that uh, he's not supposed to be there. I don't know. You know, every branch of the federal government had the opportunity to fix this before the election, but they all failed us. The Supreme Court, Congress, the Department of Justice, and even Trump, they've all failed us. They failed to do their duty to support the Constitution. So, you know, I just don't know.
1: Now, I just want to give you a scenario. So let's say that Biden does get removed. And then for some reason, because I know there's a lot of stuff going on with Trump right now, and there's been some news about the Trump organization uh, being investigated and some other news. But let's say that Biden gets removed, but then there's problems with Trump where he can't get back into office. Then what's going to happen? Would they look at the oh, other I don't candidates? Know. I don't know.
2: You know, we're in uncharted territory. Uh, Biden is obviously senile. Uh, I would expect that at some point in time, the Democrat Party will tactfully ease him out of office, and Kamala Harris will become the next president. The Kamala Harris, who is not a natural-born citizen... (laughs)
1: Oh, jeez, this is a total disaster.
2: <laughs> it is uh, a total disaster. <laughs> well, you know, I oppose uh, Trump. Uh, you are absolutely right when you said that he, uh, he has participated in moving us into global government. The USMCA treaty he sponsored is a constitutional disaster. Under that trade agreement, we transfer massive American powers are transferred to the global government with the USMCA trade agreement sets up over us. Uh, And Trump was pushing this, and all the Republicans pushed it. I'm sure that none of them read the USMCA trade agreement because I read it, and it took me, oh, three to four weeks to read it. It's that long. And you know that those congressmen, US senators didn't read it, Trump couldn't have read it, he wouldn't have time to read it.
1: Exactly. Um I'm I'm concerned about that. Um I'm also concerned about how he was really like pushing the vaccines.
0: You know, mm-hmm. the I operation
1: know. warp speed and then and and I've always been against vaccines. I feel like they're dangerous, especially these COVID nineteen vaccines are dangerous. There's so many stories that people can look up. There's articles, there's videos, there's another there's some news that just came out, I posted on Facebook, but there was a, a lady, I believe she was in, I forgot what state, here in the United States, and she had, I, her legs were removed and her, in her hands, because she had blood clots from the second dose of the oh. COVID-19 vaccine, because of blood clots, because, because I had another, I had oh. a doctor on my show in the past, but these vaccines, these COVID-19 vaccines can cause blood clots. Yes, yes. So, So he was really pushing the vaccines.
2: Yes, he was, and that's totally unconstitutional. It was foolish. Um, But I saw a video earlier today of Bill Gates saying that he actually talked to Trump about the vaccines and that Trump had been listening to Robert Kennedy Jr., who has been a real hero on this vaccine issue. Robert Kennedy Jr., you, you, you know about his work. Yes, I, yes. Uh huh. Yeah, and um, Bill Gates uh, uh, said that he told Trump, oh, no, 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 you, you don't want to listen to him. The vaccine is good. Apparently, Trump just believed what uh, Bill Gates told him. And I believe,
1: too, and people can look this up, but I believe uh, Trump gave tons and tons of money to this organization called uh, i think it's um gavi uh vaccine alliance oh, oh, and, and yeah yeah uh, gavi and, and basically bill gates is a part of it so that's concerning oh wor-
2: yeah i didn't know that
1: yeah and, yeah and bill gates is a globalist and you're giving money to an organization that bill gates is a part of and i'm talking a lot of money yeah so, i uh, yeah so i I'm, well i'm I'm just hoping like and i'm I just I don't know, I feel like we're going through a spiritual awakening and that good things will be coming, but i just I'm really hoping that Biden gets pulled, Trump doesn't go back into office and they can look at the other candidates that ran during the election, and I'm still I'm still pushing for Kanye West or someone else i mean I, I just well, feel like the, the government's hmm. gonna going to be exposed it's it's coming.
2: Well, I, I, I hope there will be an exposure. Uh, there are some good signs. We are seeing citizens for the first time out in arms against the teaching of critical race theory in the public schools. Uh, in Nebraska, they're now up in arms against the obscene sexual education classes for, I think, seventh graders, where they're being taught all kinds of filth. So citizens are finally standing up and protesting mm-hmm. uh, about uh, what's going to happen uh, with um, uh, the audits. We just don't know exactly there's um, um I saw a movie uh, many years ago um, the the setting was. Berlin, Germany, just after the end of World War II. It was at the time when um, the Soviets were starting to lay down the rolls of barbed wire to separate the Soviet sectors of uh, Berlin from the French, British, and American sectors. That was the time period of the movie, the characters were a young German man who had been to law school and a young American woman who was over there for some reason. She asked the German man, why, did, why, why didn't why did you ever practice law? And he said, the law disappeared in this country. Well, that's what's happened in America. The law has disappeared. Mm-hmm. Judges don't follow the law. Everyone ignores the Constitution. The governments push viciously unconstitutional programs such as the jab. Mm-hmm. And the, the courts have failed us. Mm-hmm. So the law has disappeared. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's frightening.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, but do you think that if other countries adopted your constitution, they would have great success?
2: Oh, Oh, our Constitution was magnificent. Our Declaration of Independence sets forth our four founding principles. One, all men are created equal. Two, rights come from God. The purpose of civil government, of government, is to secure the rights that God gave us. And four, when a government becomes destructive of these ends, the people have the right to throw it off and set up a new one. Our Constitution of 1787 implemented three of those four founding principles. And if you look at the list of enumerated powers delegated to the federal government, you see that every single power which we delegated to the federal government in our Constitution secures a specific God-given right. For example, our right to life is to be secured by military defense. Our right to property is to be secured by Congress passing laws, establishing uniform weights and measures, patents and copyrights, and bankruptcy laws. So every single um, delegated power secures a specific enumerated uh, – e- every power that we delegated the federal government secures a specific God-given right. The one place where we'd failed big time was the very first one, all men are created equal. We lived up to that principle to the extent that, at Article 1, Sections 9 and 10, we prohibited the federal and state governments from granting titles of nobility. We would not have an hereditary aristocracy here. But... We violated that principle when we permitted permanent hereditary black slavery to continue, and we paid dearly for that. Mm-hmm. But yes, our Constitution, except for that one flaw, which that one defect, which we fixed with the 13th Amendment, in Section One of the Fourteenth Amendment, we fixed that flaw. Other than that one flaw, uh, our Constitution was a six thousand year miracle.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just like thinking of other countries could adopt For example, uh, with uh, the the conflict, and I shouldn't even say it's a conflict, but um, between Israel and Palestine. And I feel that Palestine yeah. will. I do feel that Palestine will be free. I just feel it. Uh, this year or next year. And once they're free, if they could set up something similar to the U.S. Constitution, I think it would be awesome. Uh, So, uh, Joanna, you've been just absolutely informative today, really enjoyed speaking with you. And uh, we have to go to a quick break, but is there anything else that you would like to discuss before I let you go? Because after the break, I'm going to get into some health and wellness.
2: Okay, Um, I just encourage everybody. Uh, Thomas Jefferson said you cannot be ignorant and free. Whoever wants to be ignorant and free wants what never was and never will be. We must learn our, our Declaration of Independence and Constitution, and you must start speaking out publicly against the violations of it, just as the citizens are now speaking out in droves against critical race theory and the filthy sex education in the public schools. Absolutely. we got to speak out against all of these violations, the unconstitutional injections of poison? <laughs> yes, uh,
1: absolutely, and, and um, encourage everyone to go to her website. And um, I just want to thank you so much. I would like to talk to you during the break, but I just uh, want to thank you for all your work over the years and making a difference. Well, thank you. Thank you. And this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com, on the health and wellness channel. And please stay tuned, and I'll be back very soon.
0: Life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N. At KristenHarperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and
1: motivated. Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on VoiceAmerica.com, which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. My show is on the Health and Wellness channel. And if you have any questions for me, any comments, I would love to hear from you. I do check my emails on a regular basis, and you can send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. And so um, earlier we were talking about the Article 5 convention is dangerous, and now I would like to talk about chiropractic care for people that have PTSD. Now you're probably, I'll be honest with you, I mean, I like chiropractic care, but I've never been really excited about it, and sometimes the adjustments can be Harsh. You know, you go into a chiropractor and there can be some chiropractors that do these, like, really, like, these, these really uh, harsh adjustments. And so, what I have found, and, you know, for people that have uh, PTSD, there's a different approach when it comes to chiropractic care that would be very beneficial for people that have PTSD. Now, those that have PTSD can have a closed heart chakra And they can have this heart wall which extends towards their upper back. And their upper back can uh, be very painful. And so it's important, you know, chiropractic care is important to work on that upper back. And so I recommend anyone that has PTSD to see a chiropractor. And you want to find one that does this different approach, not your standard chiropractor, but a chiropractor that does light adjustments, nothing really harsh, just a light adjustment, uh, light adjustments, and also does massage. And I'm I'm talking a chiropractor that does the massage, not going to a, a massage therapist. And you can still do that, but you should find a chiropractor that does the massages and also a chiropractor that does the stretching because stretching is very important. We need to stretch and also weight training. So lifting weights, resistance and a person with PTSD, they can see the chiropractor three times a week and each session you will be receiving all of this, the light adjustments, the massage, the stretching, the weight training, the resistance and uh, you can also see a massage therapist on the side, which is fine. Massages are always nice. You can also use a massager at home, and and there's one massager that I really like. It has a long handle, so you can reach behind your back and massage your upper back, and that is a wall massager. It's one of my favorites, W-A-H-L, And also, there's a Sarah Gem massage bed that I highly recommend. And I've talked about this on my show before. So, there's businesses that you can find that have these Sarah Gem massage beds. And you go in and you lay on the massage bed. And it's it's, it's very healing, very beneficial. And, you know... Once you finish with your chiropractor and perhaps, let's see, you could see your chiropractor three times a week. I'd say probably at least three months. You might even want to do six months or longer. But after you finish and you can still every now and then go to your chiropractor uh, after you finish the three sessions per week. Just like more for, you know, just to keep healthy. Like seeing the chiropractor occasionally um, is is to go to the gym. You can go to the gym and you can do this, you know, lifting weights. And you want to focus on lifting weights, and and perhaps in the future I'll talk about specific exercises you can do, but you can lift weights that will help with your upper back. And there's also uh, there's ways that you can uh, do resistance for your neck as well. And also... Uh, I mentioned the stretching earlier, so the chiropractor really needs to, you know, be stretching you. That's important. But also what's beneficial is the yoga. I've never really been a fan of yoga, and I actually believe in gentle exercise. We should be doing only gentle exercise. We shouldn't be doing anything strenuous. So, for example, um, going for walks, that's a gentle form of exercise, or uh, swimming in a lake, uh, that is gentle exercise. Uh, I don't recommend swimming in pools just because they can be toxic uh, with the chlorine and the toxic chemicals. And that that would be gentle or gentle weightlifting. But, and I've, I would say I've never been really a fan of yoga, but now I'm realizing more and more that it's important and that you can implement that. So you can sign up for the gym and attend yoga classes and you want to keep your, uh, this will help to keep a healthy spine. Because people with PTSD, it's just they have these painful upper backs. It's because their heart chakra is closed. So a lot of work needs to be done on the upper back. So yoga will keep a healthy spine. Yoga will, you know, there's stretching involved with yoga, um, will balance your chakras and I mentioned earlier that there's a tarot reader that I've been following. I really like her, and she's very accurate um, for the most part. She's been very accurate with her readings, or her readings have really resonated with me. Uh, but just recently, she talked about uh, when she was uh, getting downloads from spirit that yoga is very uh, beneficial, especially you know with you know with the chakras and there's also yoga positions for uh, people that maybe have issues with their lower back. Uh, however, uh, I would say that with people with P- PTSD, they have problems with their upper back. That's that's where they're having the that's where they have just this pain yeah, very tight muscles. Uh, so basically, uh, this uh, chiropractic care is just it's a different approach for people with PTSD and I actually think it's beneficial for all people I just like this it's like a it's like a special package and you're putting all these different techniques together and I think it's important we shouldn't just be focusing on uh, adjustment alone the body needs massage I mean there's people are so stressed today people and the stretching is important and we need to keep a healthy spine and we need to strengthen our muscles so I like this approach where we're putting this all together, and it's so excellent for people with PTSD, but also for everyone. And that is all I have to say today, and I really appreciate you uh, tuning into my radio show, and i just love to hear from you, and just make sure that you uh, keep healthy every single day. Uh, making sure you go to bed before 9 o'clock at night, getting plenty of sleep at night, reducing your stress, doing your meditations on a daily basis. Uh, There's a brainwave entrainment that I recommend. You can find that on my website. We need to be eating healthy and not giving in to... Sugar and white flour and junk food and smoking and drinking alcohol. We need to be eating healthy at 100%. And if you can't get to 100% yet, it's okay to take baby steps. And what you do if if you want discipline to eventually get to the point where you're eating healthy at 100% is to do your meditation every day because meditation does create discipline. And, and one day you'll be able to follow the healthy diet at 100%. Um, getting our sunshine In moderation, drinking spring water. Uh, It's important that we're living this healthy lifestyle so that we can get healthy and also reverse illness. And I believe that we should be taking a natural approach. This is one of the universal truths. It's not about uh, drug medicine, it's not about vaccines. It's about getting healthy, taking a natural approach. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Take
2: care.
0: Thank you for being a part of the show this week.